Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. Today as well, I have with me Jenna Anderson and my husband, George. And before we even start, which I almost forgot, or rather I did forget last episode, is to mention Jenna's social media handle. So Jenna, please let us all know, bring it out there. We are all learning to podcast, especially myself. <laughs> um, I, um, my social handles are, um, hi, my friend Jenna. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. Um, I also have a newsletter that's in like my LinkedIn bio links. So that's what I'm currently doing. I'm thinking about doing some YouTube in the future, but right now you can just find me on those two things. Oh, and Twitter. (laughs) I forgot about Twitter. It's the same handle. (laughs) That is awesome. I will say I have been subscribing to Jenna's newsletter since we met you pretty much. And I love it. I believe it's every Monday, right? Like six in the morning. Yep. Monday I get up. Well, I don't get up early. I automate it early to be sent out on a Monday because it's a Monday and it's the best way to start off the day when you're looking at content that, you know, makes you happy. It talks about friendship. I, I talk about friendship. I give you, um, ideas for, um, how to make new friends. I also, uh, do sometimes like a mini blog post of like my own experiences with friendship. Um, I have gift ideas, entire gift lists, um, I've got apps to join. I've got everything. So it's mainly a newsletter about friendship. Um, so if you want to subscribe to that, there's a link in my bio and I'll send you the link on YouTube. If you want to put it in can, can. you put it in a podcast. <laughs> I'll figure that out. Uh, I will say I love Jenna's TikToks, but honestly, like I love your newsletter because I don't know, it just makes me feel ready for the week. So everyone please subscribe. All right, George. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. What are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, <laughs> friendships in a relationship capacity, as well as friendships when you are single, which we have all been there. We've all been there. I was there for a long, long, long time. Um, not there anymore. But Jenna, are you single? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> been single for about a month and a half now. Um, but that relationship was only a few months. So I've been single before (laughs) (laughs) another extended period of time. (laughs) So when it is, because you, you know, you've been in relationships and you've been single. So I think we'll just start off with talking about friendships when you're single. Um, yeah, Jenna, let's just, let's just start with you. There are single. Um, what does that look like to you? Having friends when you're single. single. So it's it's interesting. I have a lot of friends who are in relationships 
Um, I actually, my friend from college, my best friend from college had a baby during the pandemic and she went from being single and us ruminating over being single together at the beginning of the pandemic to her popping on an infant at the end of it. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see your friends go through these life changes in a relationship with someone. Um, and it's also interesting to navigate relationships like romantic relationships when you're single and you've got friends who are in relationships. Um, you know, like there's a whole third wheeling thing. There's, a, there's fifth wheeling, um, which my friend Zach did recently on a trip to Mexico with me and my ex and my other friends who are a couple. So, um, there's, yeah, there's all kinds of different wheelings. Um, and it's like how to navigate those, um, and not feel uncomfortable and feeling natural. So yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, I think it's, I've got a few friends who are in, uh, long-term relationships and I'm like waiting to go to a wedding whenever that happens. (laughs) I, uh, there's, I've got a really good friend of mine, um, like one of my best friends, she's been in a relationship for like five years. And every time I hang out with her and her boyfriend, I feel totally comfortable mm-hmm. and they make me feel like I'm fifth or fourth wheeling, depending on if I'm like hanging out with them and another couple, which they have a lot of couple friends. So sometimes when I join along, I'm like, oh, I'm the only single person here. <laughs> how am I going to like, how am I going to relate to these other people? But then you find out that just because they're in a couple and just because they're in a relationship doesn't mean they're not their own individual person. (laughs) That's something that I've learned through like having a lot of friends who are in marriages or in relationships is like that person that's in a relationship is still a person. They're they're their own person regardless Mm -hmm. of the couple at the end of the day. And you can be Mm -hmm. friends with that person and those two people separately as their own entities and there's still so much to talk about other than being in a relationship 100 percent. i mean marriage to my uh experience is honestly it's a partnership it's a friendship and then you have the romantic part as well but it is mostly friendship yep. honestly um but what i i wanted to share since like i said i i was single for a long long long, long time <laughs> is what I remember uh, before I met George was that friendships were extremely important to me. It's probably the way that I see George, I would see my friends. So to my closest ones, I was very committed to them. Um, and that was pretty easy in college because most of my friends were single um, and we all kind of had time. And then I remember moving back to Norway and like 90% of all my friends were married and you know, like half of them again had kids. So it looked very different. Um, so I really appreciate people that are single. Like they, I feel like they're really like committed to spend time with friends because that's kind of like their support system, right? Um, in addition to their family. Yeah, no, totally. And I feel like there's the other aspect of commonality. Like, I don't know. It makes me sad when people say that because their friends have kids or their friends get married, that they no longer can be friends and they feel like Mm -hmm. that there's this barrier between them, but Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily true. It just means that they're on a different 
path in life and that they are, maybe it's one that you can't relate to as much, but at the end of the day, that person's still that person. And that person was your friend for a reason. So just because they had a kid doesn't mean that you can't be their friend. Like I'm getting brunch with my friend who had a, my best friend from college who mm-hmm. had a baby next Sunday. And mm-hmm. like, I'm hanging out with her and her baby. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. But it, it's like, yeah, you can't shut that person out of your life just because of that experience. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish people knew that because I feel like people going into marriages and relationships lose part of their support system because of that mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. And I, to how I experienced it with a lot of my friends that did have kids that were kind of on a different path that I am is that they appreciated us meeting up and spending time together. And it was actually really nice because we had so like, I had my life to talk about and my friend would have her life to talk about and they would be vastly different, but it was actually something that we appreciated uh, because it was actually really exciting to have these conversations um, because I love it. Not, I know that a lot of moms talk a lot about kids, which makes sense, but sometimes it's actually nice to have other conversations with people that might not necessarily be on that path. Yeah. And the perspectives that they bring to the table too. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely like a breath of fresh air. I think yeah. in a sense where it's not like, Oh God, some more baby talk or some more couples talk or, or some more, you know, just single dating, you know, it, it just brings a whole other dynamic to the playing field. Yeah. Yeah. I can't speak on behalf of any mom. Cause I am not one, <laughs> but I feel like they would appreciate talking about something else other than their kids for once because they're human beings hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. percent and I, I think it's it's really important as you said too that although you're a mom although you're married you're still you right something that I've appreciated after honestly spending the past two yes. years <laughs> with George every single day and we have a lot you know it's a good time and I love him but it's been nice to, for me to have this new job that I go to where I'm just me. And I talk with clients. I talk with my coworkers where, where he's not. <laughs> I can sound really bad, but it's not meant that it's meant in a good way. Yeah. Like you have your own thing and for you're sure. in that own thing. And like, mm-hmm. I guess this is even more on the topic of just like relationships in general, but when I'm in a relationship, I need my own space. I need my own thing. Mm-hmm. As much mm-hmm. as I love sharing experiences with that other person, like I, I need that. And it's, it's like my own space to, to be, not be myself, but more so to understand myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really healthy. <laughs> it yeah. is. I think it has a lot to do with just learning to be independent. And I think if you're in a marriage or in a relationship, it's easy to become codependent. And I think that can be a very scary way or scary path to enter, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question about married life and friendship. Okay. (laughs) Um, This one's actually directed at George. So on a, a few of my TikToks, I have seen people talk about the fact that they, as a woman in the relationship, make friends for their husbands. 
And they're like the, the person, like they're responsible for making the connections with people, with greeting the neighbors and everything like that in a married relationship. What are your thoughts on that as a dude <laughs> um, in a marriage? And like, how do you make friends as opposed to the way that make maybe Annie makes friends? Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know how I feel about like, one party being responsible i frankly that just sounds yeah. kind of gross to me where like this is your job it's like a babysitting yeah yeah no yeah. but you know if it's like mutually beneficial to where both parties are doing it within the relationship like okay you're trying i'm actively trying but um i don't know how i would feel i i feel like i throw myself out there Probably yeah. not just as much, but it's right under you. Like there's been ever since we met and I've told you about our story, like when we're out in Hawaii and I just threw myself out there to some random guy we bumped <laughs> into, which, um, you know, like this dude just ghosted me on hanging out. It's happened a handful of other times since then. And I don't think you should put that responsibility, just my own two cents into the fate of somebody else to take care of you know it's your life you should seize yeah. that and whatever kind of reality that you want make it be you know yeah. i think it's it's it can actually be related to our business so george is definitely the the one in our business that really understands more the mechanics the mechanics <laughs> yeah i really i love the interior designing and like the fun stuff but he like understands the parts that are i don't know boring <laughs> yeah. and, uh, however <laughs> we've talked about how it's really important that he's not the only one that knows how to do it because at that point i'm still i'm, I'm dependent on him right and yeah. so it's important that we both understand how it works and so even with our car i don't think any of us know how to change the oil but i think it's something that both of us should know how to do just like stuff like that and um, and I agree with you when it comes to relationships too, that I, we still have to take responsible for who we are. George can't force me to go to the gym. He can't force me to eat my veggies the same that I can't force you to do it. Uh, we have to stand up for ourselves, even within a relationship. So you were talking about like changing oil. And I think that is, you know, that that's a skill and many other skills, but then you also need to hone on like your social skills too. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like, you know, obviously your, your significant other is not going to be physically next to you 24 seven. And in the event, like we go rock climbing or out trail running or wherever we are. And if somebody approaches me and, or vice versa, and one of us doesn't have that skill set, yeah. it's like, uh, what do I do? How do I find, you know, and you just start collapsing. How do you say hi? Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you're just not going to, if, if you want friends, perhaps your significant other would be able to act as a crutch for a little period of time but certainly that that's not the the you know permanent answer you, you need to work on yourself first and like work on those set of skills yeah i just feel like a lot of people need to hear that um yeah. just based on based on these tiktok threads <laughs> um but i think that's also reassuring that people have that perspective to the women in the relationship who feel that they need to be that person and it's like that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah 
Absolutely. I will say though, if you're listening here today and you know, we're saying how we want things to look like, that doesn't mean that we do it perfectly. So if you're out there, if you have a husband that's really struggling with uh, making friends, or if you know within yourself that you're really codependent on your partner, I don't want you to feel like you suck <laughs> or like you're not good enough that you're, uh, you just feel like, you feel like shit, right? I don't want you to feel like that. I, I really hope this episode today where, where we're all talking about friendship, you know, as a single person within a relationship, that this can be more of encouragement, right? There really isn't one way to have a partnership. There's not just one way to be as a person, but I really hope this can fuel you to focus on yourself and focus on the fact that it's, it can be really helpful to be independent because feeling codependent, and I can see that I can easily go down that path, it's a scary place to be because I need to be able to um, take care of myself. I don't know if I'm going to have George tomorrow. What if there's, I don't know, there's an accident happening, right? Um, so I really just hope that it can be an encouragement for you to, uh, to just ask for yourself, where are you at when it comes to that? Yeah. And if you're single, you be that fifth wheel and you own it. <laughs> yeah. So true. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I remember when I, when I met George and I actually had a boyfriend again, I, I was almost a bit nervous about not going to be the fifth wheel or the third wheel because I had been it all my life. <laughs> I was like, I'm so good at being the third wheel. I don't know what it's like to not be that anymore. Or like, this is on my uh, LinkedIn resume. How do I just get rid of it <laughs> suddenly? Yeah, like when, it, when it's only me, I feel like I only needed to kind of like watch out for myself. But I felt like in a relationship, it's kind of like bringing him with, making sure he's talking with people. But that's also up to him, right? Kind of like we're talking about. Uh, but it was definitely a different dynamic. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know if my future husband will, is listening to this, but if you are, my ideal relationship is when it comes to friendship is that my, my person is also friends with my friends. And like when my friends hang out with that person and me, they are feeling comfortable in that mm-hmm. and not feeling like, Oh, like he seems too clean to her. And like, he, I'm impeding on their time together. Like Mm -hmm. I never want anyone to feel like that. And I also want to be best friends with my significant other in the future too. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want to have a good time. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think you should really settle for anything less. Otherwise it's just like, what are you doing? You know, and perhaps I, I'm not just like Annie just said, I'm not trying to put anyone down. I, I feel like I have even fell into that trap before to where you naturally shift towards a relationship that may not be the best suited for you, but you're like, ah, it's convenient. It's comfortable. I feel good. Yeah. It's safe. Um, but like, are they your best friend? Do you feel that your friend group is as comfortable around them as you are around your own friend, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, just like the previous episode, it comes down to, I think being intentional with your decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, every significant other has to pass the friendship test and the friends too, where you meet the friends, do the friends like them, (laughs) all that stuff. Actually. Yeah. I I think, especially for me, that was really important. Uh, And it was really 
I don't know, like exciting for me that they liked George and really like appreciated who he was. And uh, I don't know, maybe like a confirmation. Maybe that's what I wanted. I don't know. Um, but I, I think it's also important that, at least for me, it's important that it's not just me and George and, you know, like him and I hanging out with my friends. I do appreciate me kind of like leaving George at home or like he can go and do whatever he wants. And then I can go out with my friends. So kind of like, I like to be together with friends, but I also really appreciate just having that girl time. Yeah, totally. Oh my, okay. I just came up with an experiment, but next time we all hang out, I'm going to hang out with Annie, just with Annie. And then I'm going to hang out with George, just as George. <laughs> you guys are like totally different people when you're not together. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And then I'm going to rate you on who's better. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like this experiment. So yeah, I, I my YouTube channel. That is one video I should make. <laughs> <laughs> like an experiment on YouTube. I like that. Um how do you feel you have handled friends within a relationship versus when you're single? Ooh, okay. This is such a good topic because this is something that kind of contributed to the ending of my last relationship um, Sorry, i don't need to laugh if it's really sad no, no 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 it's it's totally fine it's a life experience it's it was a mutual breakup so it was okay um but i am such a group planner like that's how my first meme got viral on tiktok was talking about being a group planner and I'm such a group planner to the point where if I'm like hosting a party or I have a lot of friends over who maybe I haven't seen in a while, like I am giving them my attention and I'm making sure that they feel like included and that they're there and all that jazz. And what happened is like at my birthday party, um, my, uh, my ex had felt like I wasn't giving him enough attention, but I was hosting a party and I was, you know, seeing friends I haven't seen in literal months. One of them, like I hadn't seen in a year. Um, and I was just catching up with these people and it, it was something that I felt like I needed to, you know, make sure everyone was comfortable. And it's something that I actually learned a lot from where like, I, I love being with my friends, but I also, like I do need my significant other to understand that just because I'm not next to them the entire time doesn't mean that they're not important. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, just because I might be having a very intimate conversation with a friend while they're present doesn't mean that I'm ignoring them or I don't want to be around them. Um, and I think what that says to me is in a relationship and with my friends, but specifically in a relationship, I need that person to be to have the confidence and the independence to be with themselves and not take things personally. That is so good. I just have one thing yeah, to, yeah. to yeah, share. Go for it. Oh my goodness, Jenna. That's like after for me, after being single for pretty much all my life and then getting together uh-huh. with George, I realized my life would never be the same. <laughs> and I'm saying that because at this point I had to prioritize George as well. I had all these friends that I want to spend time with. And then I also had to prioritize George. It's kind of, it, w- it looked different at that point. And yeah. it actually meant for, for my friends, especially because they worked a lot, 
before we uh, moved to the U.S., there was less time with friends. So I actually had to even like narrow down who I spent time with. Mm. Um, and I think it was kind of, it was a challenge because I literally worked 12 days on, two days off for like probably a year. And I think it was hard for George because he was in our way. It was COVID. Um, he really didn't know that many. Uh, and it was kind of finding that balance that worked for him and for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually a challenge. And I think sometimes you might not even find the perfect balance either. It kind of goes back and forth. Sometimes it's great. And other times there's a struggle, but that's when you really have to communicate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if any, any party goes into a, so you play on words, <laughs> like a, a, two individuals. So a party goes into a party, like a social setting. <laughs> party goes to a party. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, there should be clear communication and expectations set beforehand. So Jenna, Jenna and I have before um, talked about a book, uh, the 10X rule. And within the 10X rule, a big premise of that book of like why some businesses fail is their expectations going into it. And I think same kind of, premise could be said for you know oh we roll up to this party and we didn't set the you know the foundation for what to expect going going in here I don't really know anybody okay well yeah okay well you know perhaps I should go out and socialize with somebody but I didn't know that so is there going to be friction or will there be resentment I, I don't really know so I think if you just take a few minutes like while you're driving up the location to talk about that I could definitely, yeah, 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 that's a big thing. It really is. And I think that's not just for a relationship either, but in the previous episode, we talked a lot about friendships and what kind of friendships there are. And I think especially for us, you know, like being in our twenties, you're allowed to ask whoever friends you're making, like, what do you want? It, it might sound a little drastic, but like, what do you want out of this relationship? Like, you can, can even, it's kind of like online dating, like actually kind of explaining what are you looking for? Um, can we like hang out at least once a week or talk once a week or like check in on each other? Um, well, that's expectations, 100%. Yeah. You know, if one person is, and one way is not wrong at all, but if one person is, Hey, I, I'm checking my phone 24 seven. I'm trying to send, you know, like I'm interested in this person. I want to see what's going on, but then the other person has a lot going on, or perhaps they're just not that stuck to their phone. Again, one way is not right or wrong, but it's all about those expectations of like, Hey, what are you looking for out of this? And talking about that beforehand. Otherwise, like you will get pretty salty. <laughs> like, Oh man, I guess this person's ghosting me. Yeah. Yeah. Like communication is important in any relationship, no matter it's romantic or it's completely, uh, God, what's the other word for platonic? Yeah. (laughs) Words are great today. (laughs) (laughs) It's romantic or platonic, but like communication is important. And like, sometimes I feel like I over communicate, which is something I'm working on. But what I feel like I'm really good at is when I go into, let's say a dinner with a friend, um, I'll like, I'll message them at like 11 AM and I'll be like, Hey, work is really intense today. 
I just want to let you know, like, I might have to take a call at dinner. I'm so sorry. Like, this is like, I'm just letting you know, like, I, I want to be totally present, but like, this might just happen. And I kind of have to like have my phone by me, but I don't want to be on it. And like, another thing about like working full-time and being in content is like, you are kind of doing that. And like, sometimes I have to check my phone because a brand might reach out to me or, um, someone might leave a really bad comment and I have to delete it <laughs> and like monitor. But yeah. when, when I am with my friends and a significant other, like I, I want to be so intentional about spending that time with them and not being on mm-hmm. my phone. And mm-hmm. so I make an effort to get all of that out of the way as soon as I can put my phone in my purse and then just like be there with them. Mm-hmm which is like shocking. I don't know how a lot of influencers do, like they do so much and they're always on. I'm like, I, I just want to be here with my friend. <laughs> it was a word. Love- Actually, it's called fubbing, which is, is like, it? yeah. So if you're on your phone in the presence of someone else and they're not, it's called fubbing. Wow. I'll have to look into that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> always learning something new. Gosh, I, I really, I really appreciate that about you, Jenna, that you're really intentional with the people that you meet. Uh, And I really think that's one of the greatest ways to actually have really good friendships, because I feel if people are met with intentionality, unless they're like a really, I was going to say a bad person. I mean, (laughs) they're not necessarily a bad person, but I feel like if you're kind of giving out that energy, there's a chance that you're going to get that back too. Yeah, totally. And it's also going back to the whole time thing. It's being intentional about your time. Yeah. When yeah. you're with a person. Yeah, that's fair. One thing I wanted to ask is for George and I being married for what, a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some, uh, what's the word? Uh, some things that people in relationships should be uh, conscious. conscious of when it comes to having friends around them, you know, like a person that is third wheeling. Do you have some good advice for us? Oh man, I can't speak to being in a relationship and giving advice to other people in relationships, but I can speak to empathizing with the person who is the third wheel. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can speak from the third wheel. Um, I think making someone feel comfortable around a couple is really important. So it it, can be easy to get into a conversation about relationships. And like when your single friend is venting to to you about your, their dating life. And then you guys just get on to the topic of talking about dating and how like, Oh, we're in a relationship. Like we can't relate. And we just kind of shut off that empathy towards Mm. the friend. I think it's actually a time just to listen And you guys were really good about this when I was talking about my dating woes and we met and you guys talked from the place of being single and not from the place of being like, well, we're in a relationship. Like we can't relate to you. Like (laughs) we're so happily in love. Class of person. (laughs) Yeah. Like you guys don't do that, which is great. Um, But then I think, yeah, the most important thing is to make someone feel comfortable and remembering that everyone is their own individual person in or out of a relationship. And you have to remember what you love about that person and spending time with that person, even if they do get in a relationship. Um, and I feel like I had another point and I'm completely forgetting. 
No, I, I think it's really good. Were you going to say I've, something? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure both of you, but especially Jenna, probably has seen like the TikToks where it's like like six different couples and then you're like the 13th wheel <laughs> there and they're all like snobbing on each other or talking and you're just like, and you know, they're like playing on their calendar or something because nobody's trying to pull them into the conversation or like, hey, you know, like you're part of us too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think at one point we've certainly all been there and it's not the greatest like when other people are just kind of like you know they have blinders on and they're not trying to integrate everybody mm-hmm. within the circle yeah it's like it's make other people feel included like if if I was hanging out with you and Annie and Annie was doing a lot of talking and you were just like off on your phone I'd feel awkward because I'd like I'd want to include you but it seems like you don't want to be included So it's like, it's that effort where if you as a couple Mm -hmm. are spending time with your single friend, be intentional about being there with your single friend. Um, If that, because I feel like as a single person, I feel like I'm not doing enough to entertain both of you. And that's a lot of pressure. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I think another perspective that I kind of felt after college moving back home and a lot of people were in relationships is that it's not sorry for me because I'm single. It's not like it sucks to be single. It can suck, but it doesn't mean like it's the, like the ideal is that you want to be in a relationship. Some people just want to be single. Um, so I think like if you're single here, you know, and you're listening, I just want you to know, like, dude, do whatever you want. You know, it's not like you have to find your partner to live this perfect life. And if people are like feeling sorry for you, which can be a good thing if, if you're struggling with it, but um, being single can be really awesome and it can be really challenging. It can be both. You know what I'm saying? And another thing to add to that too, you don't have to be in a relationship to make friends. Yes. You don't have to date somebody in order for relying on that person to make you friends. You can make your own friends. You don't have to date someone for friends. 100%. Yeah. I love that. We're on a whole other talk about dating your friends, but that is not relevant to what we're talking about. Gosh. Okay. I feel like we've talked about a lot of different things from the single perspective, from being in a relationship. And I think both the single ones and the people in a relationship, we we all have something to learn and we all can work on how we're showing empathy and compassion to the people around us that we're intentional, like you said, uh, with the people that surround ourselves. So we don't uh, become, what was the word for those on their phones? Fubbing. We don't fubbing. So we don't become like fubbers. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you'd love to share about friendships, Jenna? Um, if I do share it, it'll be on my social channels because I remember I have to be with <laughs> myself again. <laughs> um, and what you was it again? Follow me at hi, my friend Jenna on all the social medias other than YouTube, I guess. Um, and on there, I also talk about memes. I just make fun memes you can share with your friends, but I also do give advice on friendships and talking about my own personal experience with friends. Um, Still, the number one thing is make time. Like, even in a relationship, even when you were in a relationship and as a couple, make time to make friends. Like, it is the number one important, most important thing when it comes to making friends, so. I love that. And then she also mentioned, and I think it was the last episode about, like, that as well as being authentic, being true to yourself and being true to others. That's 
the smartest way, honestly, to to make new friends. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you seriously so much for this time here. It's honestly been a blast. It's yeah. like we're hanging out together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been super fun. And thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for being here. Seriously. It's been great. And hope to talk soon. All right. Yeah. Thank Go, you make so much. <laughs> Go make friends. Go make friends, guys. <laughs> oh, and also speaking of Jenna's handle, if you have any questions, if you have any feedback, feel free to reach out to let's train.your.brain on Instagram. And that's it for this week. Have a good one, guys. Bye, guys.